Hello there, and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 254 for patch 6.0. Our topic for this episode is, you really don't want to miss this. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 254 of Hardcast, sometimes it hurts to be right. We have our first round of AoE for 2015 with Hunt Tink, and we'll get you caught up with this month's headlines. So, hey, Root. Thank you, dear, for Freckleface. How was your week in the Blizzard universe? Well, you know, it's been pretty good. been pretty fun. I had another fantastic day flipping in the auction house. You know, I'm a, I like to like to do that. I like making gold. So normally my days are like, you know, 1,000, 2,000. This was like one of those 5,000 gold days. Wow. Well, you know, and then I send you screenshots because that's my other favorite thing to do. Yes, yes. You send those at odd times. It's when I make the, the yeah. gold. It's like, yeah. look at that. I screenshot, I crop it. Right. So I don't want you to see my total gold. Oh, and then, snakey. <laughs> snakey. You think I'm saving bandwidth? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't want to send you a total cold because <laughs> uh, I just don't. Um, what else is going on? Um, we're still six of seven normal and one of seven heroic, but I have a sneaky suspicion that this is going to be our week. This next time we go in, I think we're going to get that last guy down. Awesome. Um, it's all, you know. The reason why is I'm getting gear from my my missions. When they go into High Mall, they bring me back something. Right. Yeah. Why can't they just go into High Mall and kill the ogres? Right. I don't yeah. Know. Why we got to go in there? Because we're I don't know. I was gonna say we're better, but right now one of my guys is like way better geared than me. Yeah. <laughs> like how that happened. <laughs> yeah, so, that's weird. Yeah. What about you? How has your week been in the Blizzard universe? Um. You know, and wow, it's been fairly light. Um. I actually skipped LFR this week. Oh. Yeah. Just didn't want to do it or didn't want to yeah, deal with it? Yeah, I don't know. All right. Wasn't feeling it. You got to feel it sometimes. Uh, no, I totally agree. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I have three garrisons to manage now because I've gotten two of my alliance characters, at least to the point in leveling where they have a garrison over in Shadow Moon Valley. Um, it's pretty cool. So I like to log in and you know do the little missions, stuff like that. Sure, sure, sure. Um, on my hunter though, my goblin hunter, I got enough parts to make a Blingtron five thousand. Oh, that is so cool! Yeah. Now, when, when do you set it up? Like right outside the garrison? Well, I did it once. Yeah, it's uh. kind of odd. I was like, "Where is the thing to do it?" And I, I've heard people yeah setting it up like right outside the garrison, right um, when you go from the phased area to the Common. general area. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So set up there, and you know, said, "Hey, there's a Blingtron up," and I got thanked. So I'm like, All "Okay, right. didn't it right." Doing it right, apparently. I was kind of nervous. I was like, what if I'm messing this up? What if I put it in the wrong spot? What if I put it like actually inside my garrison and then I tell everybody that it's outside the garrison, they come to see it and they see my Blingtron, then they get close to it and it's not there like the farm? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was afraid I didn't do that. But well, I think I'm okay. I think, think okay? I got it down. All right. Yeah. I remember one time I put a Blingtron down in the uh, in the shrine. But I like jumped like I jumped really high up and ended up on top of this really impossible to get to ledge, uh-huh. and that's what put Blink trying. <laughs> and I got 
and talked to by several people. <laughs> Talk and, to. Yeah, and then someone else put a bling chon up, like, here's a bling chon you can get to. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, see, that gives me ideas because I have the avionis feather. I have a few of the goblin engineering items that let you fly and glide and stuff like that. Right. So there is a part of me that really wants to just put it up in like really weird places. The top of you? a building somewhere. Yeah. But I'm still fairly new to the whole bling chun thing, but I'm having fun with it. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, played Hearthstone. Um, had a friendly game where I put out Lorewalker Cho, who like copies a spell every time a player casts a spell, like the other player gets a copy of it. Okay. So if two people are in on it, which it were, we were both sharing this card, Double Minions Health. Oh, wow. Just to see how big we could get him. And apparently the limit before he just breaks and just, you know, poofs off the board is about 2 billion. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. That's over 9,000. It is. It is. Yeah. It's well over 9,000. Well over. <laughs> and it confuses me. Like, I, I don't know if it's going by digits because, you know, you think like, okay, it has like enough for, you know, a million digits and then like get to a billion and break. But no, it got to 2 billion. And then after that, it's just like, no. <laughs> We're done here. I don't really get it. Just kind of entertaining. Now, speaking of a Hearthstone, you and I attended a fireside meetup in Orlando at Canvas. We talked about it last show that we were going to be doing this, and you and I did do this. And uh, we set up a live podcast for the Inger Chicken with Garrett. Uh, he had a great show there. That was a lot of fun. Uh, you had your husband was there. We had Sniper there. We had yep. Synergy from Vote to Kick was there and his son. Right, right. I had a lot of good people there. It was, it was a good turnout, like 75. It was a very good turnout, yeah. I was surprised. Good mix of people, too. Just every walk of life. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was, it was kind of a learning experience, I think, for um, everybody there and the hosts and stuff like that. So some of the odd quirks about having a Hearthstone meetup is that seeing nearby players is really difficult still. Right, I agree. Um, people are having such wildly varying experiences. Um, so I'll give you an example. Like I had my iPad there, and you had your iPad there. And on my iPad, I could only see one person who was near me. And it happened to be like the person who's sitting like right across the table from me. Mm-hmm. Okay? Nobody else. But on your iPad, it could see about 20 people. That's not a completely bad thing because... Yes, it did prevent, I think, maybe one or two people from getting their card back. You know, the one you get from playing with friends sure. at these meetings. So that was kind of a drawback. But at the same time, um, from what I was hearing from people who had attended, the people who actually made the effort to talk to somebody and get their battle tag and add them and then play them had a better time. What? They had to socialize? They had they to had socialize. A, they had a good time instead socializing? Of, instead of just, you know, sitting with your face in front of a screen and pressing the button and then, you know, because uh, my husband was doing that. Like, he he was, like, not in, like, the best of mood. He had forgotten about the meetup until, like, the day of. So he's kind of surprised by it. Right. And he's not really sociable in general. So he's just kind of, like, there. And that's all he was doing. He's just, like, you know, challenging people, playing, and, you know, maybe talking a little bit. But for the most part, it was, like... Oh, who's this person named Jigglyball? And we're like, I don't know. Who's Jigglyball? <laughs> and that'd be it. They'd had no idea who they were playing. They had no idea who they were talking to. But the people who like, yeah, went around and like made friends, now you have the person on your contact list. Now you can play them later. Sure. Absolutely. You know, so the whole concept of playing against people and finding them through the nearby players thing, it's I don't think it works as well as intended. 
No, I, I think when they designed that in, in mind or what they had in mind is now you have to think about this. When they're, you know, it's a small team designing Hearthstone. Yes. And then when they release it, they release it, you know, pretty much internal release first. Everybody in Blizzard has it. Right. Well, it's supposed to be a joke at first. So when you are playing your nearby friends at Blizzard headquarters, right? you know everybody. Yeah. So Yeah, you do. There's that. And and to take it to a fireside event where you don't know people, yes, there are going to be people who are shy, who are just going to go over there for the social, and they're like, you know what, I'm, I'm amongst people. That is my level of social comfort. I'm, sure. I'm good. But like you said, if you get out and actually talk to people, meet people, shake some hands, introduce yourself, exchange battle tags, and yeah. then challenge each other, it, it's a whole other dynamic to the game. Right. And then you have faces with names because, uh, yeah, my issue was there was people posting their battle tags on the meetup thread, and I added a bunch of people through that way. But it was nobody that I had actually met at the meetup. Sure. Because, like I said, there were 70 people. So, yeah. And while I'm getting to know them, it's I don't have... The, the face recognition that I would otherwise. Right, unless you've known them for a while. Right. So, right. But you didn't because it was the meetup. Uh, but overall, it was, it was fun. It was different. Um, I think they're going to try it again soon. Yeah, we're going to be doing point, it yeah. quarterly, quarterly right now. Okay. And uh, I think we'll be doing a podcast that other quarterly as well. So, we have to be prepared to set that up. So, we'll see what happens next. We'll keep everybody informed, of course. In WoW news, we have some patch notes from 6.1, one particular that uh, caught our attention. And it says, Blizzard will be introducing a selfie camera to the game. The selfie camera is exactly what it says. It's an item that lets you snap selfies in the game. You get it through a follower mission from the garrison. When you launch the camera, it brings up a special menu that lets the characters snap photos in themselves. And the camera also lets the tunes make some special faces, which I'm thinking is like what duck face, sparrow yeah. face, goat face, freckle face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad, Bruce. Uh, you know, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're in the game now. See, now I still wish I was part of the faces as rock kill to make a new duck face character. It also says there's an option to upgrade your camera, and you will get filters. Such as sketch filter, black and white, or the death filter. I bet you a death filter is just that one that you see like when you're walking around. Right, in the spirit dead. world, yeah. yeah. So while this sounded so familiar to me, and I started thinking, why does it sound familiar to me? Then I realized, episode 213, back in April of 2014, we covered in uh, the episode was entitled Too Trendy for Azeroth. And, well, take a listen to this. <laughs> What I hope never makes it in the game? Selfies. And I don't mean like press screenshot on your on your on your computer, because that's no. that's no interaction. Your character doesn't do anything when you take a screenshot. You take mm-hmm. you, the person, are taking a screenshot. I'm talking about your character with a goblin or gnomish technology selfie maker. <laughs> Turning around and go, but no, I don't want my character to know because you know, all right, ready check, about to pull the boss. Everybody, everybody ready? Okay, here we go. Three, two. And all of a sudden, you're like, ka-ching, I'm taking a selfie. Let me take another selfie. So, you, you don't want that. You do not want that. You don't. But, but that could be in the armory. You know how, how they have the different poses? <laughs> so, so, you go to the armory to check a person's, you know, selfies out. And there's a whole collection of selfies they've taken. They're well, little... you know, you got flex and there's selfie <laughs> <laughs>
Wow. That is eerie. Isn't it? Absolutely. That is crazy talk. So if you remember in that episode, one of the things that kept biting us in that episode with that content is we were kind of it was like this crazy stuff where we were like, man, we hope this never makes it in the game. But then when we had the stuff, we're like, but if it did, that would be kind of be cool. Kinda cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. So it was all this, all this stuff. So uh, here we so go. So what do you think? Do we have mixed feelings with the selfie camera? I'm kind of excited about it, to be honest. We'll see. The the first raid wipe it causes. <laughs> we'll see. Oh yeah, because you could do it like, oh, here's me in front of Magnum. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There better be a duck face though. There is. I'm pretty sure I saw okay. that. Yeah. So. All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're doing a new bet since I destroyed you. Yeah, you did. By the way. Yes. What did you do with your six dollars? Um. Well. I made a very, very wise investment with said $6. I bought my wife some chocolate. That is a very wise investment. Yeah. <laughs> That's some brownie points right it there. It is. It's chocolate Wait, wait what kind of chocolate? The Trollbalone? The, the Trollbalone? Yeah, the triangle ones. Uh, see, that's a good investment. Yeah. 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 If you're like, buy some Hershey Barbie, like, uh. <laughs> no, it's good stuff. I bought her from Almond M&M's. <laughs> Like crispy M&M's, they'll give you some brownie oh, points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even they make almond M&M's. Yeah, they do. Oh, do they? Wow. Okay. Um, anyhow, we're on to another mount bet. We're going for the Drake of the South Winds, which drops in the Throne of the Four Winds off of the second boss in there. And uh, just a little tip. If you are level 100, you can pretty much bypass all the trash. They ignore you. The big bosses. Well, the first boss you have to kill because yeah. if you don't kill him, then the little the air elevator, whatever you want to call it, yeah. it doesn't spawn. So you gotta kill him. And then once you're done with that, then you go up to the next boss and kill him. But everybody else just kind of looks at you and, you know, hey, Root, how you doing? Now, what mode are you killing him on? Heroic. Heroic what? Man, I don't know that. Tin Man, I guess. Ten. I don't know. Okay. It didn't check. I just make sure my skull's on that thing and I go on in. Does it drop on all four? I think it only drops on heroic, both. Uh, but, um, see, I've heard that it drops on all four, but it's a higher chance than the 25 man because, you know, more people. You shouldn't have shared that with me. Well, just, I don't know. See, I tried on 10 man normal. I'm like, okay, that's pretty easy. And then I was going to try it on 10 man heroic, and it's like, no, you're already locked to yeah. 10 man. So I'm like, all right. So I tried it on 25 man. And it went into the instance and let me in, but then there's nothing up. Weird. Yeah, it was really strange. Huh. So, but it's all right. It's a learning experience. I mean, I, I didn't know how to do the Scotty boss when we first started. Now I've got him down to science, you know. Well, Frank, let me go ahead and ask you, because obviously you were in there running it this week. I did. I ran it one time this week. Awesome. Yeah. And? Uh, no mount. Okay. Yeah, I got some rings. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's stuff to DE or trash or vendor or um, vendor because can't really team mod it. Nope, I'm not enchanter. Yeah, yeah. I team mod my necklace. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you made a dead guy sigh. <laughs> Almost, it's like a little not version really of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about you, Root? Oh yeah, I was in there like three or four times. Yeah. Yeah. And getting the lay of the land. Figuring out the best way uh-huh, uh-huh. and getting nothing off the box. Nothing off the box. Nothing. nothing. No. Uh-huh. I think I got some. I skinned him though. So, because he's a dragon. You know, skin him. 
We can do it though. We we have like Berean leather. I don't know what. No, it is. it's past that. Yeah, it's it's I the don't cataclysm know. level of leather. That's it'll hard sell. to say. It'll sell. Someone's gonna be using it for some kind of you know like man. I wish someone had that leather up, and I, I do. Here's a stack. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know that'll put two dollars in a kitty, and that starts the new bet challenge, mount challenge, mount run special challenge, special challenge mode okay say challenge one more time challenge one more time <laughs> all right <laughs> coming up next in general chat you really don't want to miss this you know with the introduction of warlords of draenor the concept of dailies has changed once again while there are still quests available to do on a daily basis they're centered around your garrison and now, with reputation being not much of a big deal like it was in previous expansions, the rewards from completing the dailies in Warlords can be quite large. So let's stop to think about what it actually costs to miss a day of playing WoW. The most time-consuming part of taking your garrison is, is picking up your ore and your herbs. And it's time-consuming enough, I've actually heard some complaints on the forums and stuff like that that people don't even want to log in. Because, like, it's too much. They just get overwhelmed. But, of course, it's not mandatory to pick any of it up. You can do it every other day. You can do it once a week. You can do whatever you want to. But we decided to look at what you're missing by not picking up your Ori herbs for a day. Um, and this is a guesstimate, obviously, because it varies. And how much you're getting for the ore and the herbs varies as well. So, on a typical day from your herb garden tilling it, Root got 12 fireweed, 7 gorgon fly traps, 6 star flowers, 29 talador orchids, 2 de grand era blooms, and 33 dranic seeds. Yeah, and that's just from tilling. Now, from completing the work orders, I also got 16 uh, frostweeds, 6 fireweeds, uh, 6 of the star flowers, 6 of the orchids, and then I got skunked on the de grand era bloom. Now, depending on the time of day, the time of week, you know, what else is up there. And again, the amount of herbs is a variable. But typical day from just picking up herbs in the herb garden in your garrison, you can earn about 35 gold. Then you head over to your mine and you mine stuff there. Last time I was there, I got about 25 true iron ore and about 56 black rock ore. And, you know, I was lucky enough to get 11 primal spirits. That's just from mining. For my work orders, I got 63 true iron ore, 21 black rock, and I got 18 apexis crystals. Now, in our server, both of those ore types are going for you know, about a gold each. Yeah, depending on the day. Yeah, depending if people are undercutting. You've also got two trade skill cooldowns, which have an approximate value of about 200 gold and varying. Especially like the jewel crafters varies a lot. But that's, you're looking at, we'll say, in a ballpark of about 200 gold. For each one of those. Then you're going to run around and gather from all your followers are doing stuff. You can refill all your work orders. You're going to do your pet battle dailies, which I know they don't give you gold, but they give you a currency to spend with pet battles, right? Yeah, they give you um, pet charms, which you can buy bags with. They give you a, a chance at pets, or you can buy items that can upgrade your pets, so it saves you time. And that's all... Inside your garrison. Now, when you move outside your garrison, you've got your Apexis dailies, your fishing dailies, the dailies from your inn, your challenge mode dailies, stuff you got to do every day. Now, your Apexis daily 
You can do the 1,000 Apexis Gold Crystals. You pick up about 61 gold just for doing that quest, plus all the stuff you'll pick up from the mobs you kill. If you do the 800 Apexis Crystals, you get about 46 gold, and again, all the other stuff you pick up from the mobs you kill. Just depending if you go with a group or if you go by yourself. Right. Right. Now, fishing daily gives you 15 skill points if you aren't maxed out, and also gives you a pack of fishing supplies. And these supplies, they can contain drain or bait, which again makes it easy to catch a particular type of fish. And it also contains other type of fishing equipment. Now, fishing dailies, including this one, are the only way to get certain items like the Weather Beaten Journal, which lets you track schools of fish on your mini-map, just like you would track nodes of herbs or ore. And they are also the only way to get certain fishing items, like the jeweled fishing pole, which gives you, you know, a uh, plus to fishing. So that fishing daily gives you a daily chance at that. Um, you do it right from a garrison. You don't have to go to the capital cities and do this fishing dailies or all the way to Tatrath. Old Tatrath, I should yeah. say. <laughs> now you're in dailies. Those are the ones you pick up if you have the in-building built. And you pick those up from the people in there. And you, they're varying quests. Usually it happens in a dungeon. You go into the dungeon and there's something there to pick up or something to do. And you're going to get the gold reward from doing that. And it varies from you know quest to quest. But you also sometimes get a box of goodies from them too, which can have a lot of materials in it. It can have ore. It can have herbs. It can have just a ton of stuff in there, uh, including some that will give you some trinkets or, like you said, those wings that we got that one time. That's true. But here's the thing about the wings, though. Um, there's two different sets of quests you can get from the inn. There are one-time quests, and those will award you know toys and pets and different cool stuff like that. But after you've done that quest, you can repeat it, and you'll basically complete the same objective, but you get gold and stuff instead. You don't necessarily have to do the dailies on the day that you pick them up, however. You can pick one up, and you can come back the next day, and it will still offer you another one, even if you haven't completed the one for the day before. Right, I filled my quest log up. Yeah, so you can do that. Uh, sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. I think one of the smartest things they have done was added to all of those dailies the requirement to kill the last boss. Right. Yes. Instead of just picking yes. up some middle dungeon. Oh, do you know how obnoxious it would be if like they had a constant daily quest just to pick up one thing? You go in there, pick you up get, like a scepter, and then people leave. You get yeah, you get the same spot that whole group leaves. You know, if everybody was doing it to be cool, but that would never happen. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, you'd have the one guy like guys. Yeah. Guys, we're going to finish? He's there for the last boss to get the <laughs> right. loot like every time. Yeah. No, that's cool. Time. I do like the fact that they did that. Good sidebar. Good sidebar. The challenge mode daily is over in Ashran. Um, you pick up a quest that's titled a worthy challenge. It'll it'll list the end of boss for a particular dungeon. Um, you just have to complete the challenge mode. You don't have to earn silver or gold or anything like that. But your reward is 46 gold in a box that contains a piece of 640 gear. Which could be very helpful. Right. Um, this should be being upgraded uh, in 6.1 to a higher piece of year to keep up with the new tier. Now, my last calculations when I went through my garrisons and ta tallied up everything that I made, I made just north of 790 gold in one day. And while I, I understand that that price is going to vary either higher or lower, you can pretty much estimate that that's the price that you're going to miss out on. That's the cost of missing a day, 790 gold. You know, 800 gold, we'll say, is what it costs to miss a day of playing WoW right now. Kind of steep. Yeah. 
Now, we asked all you guys on Twitter how much gold you were seeing on a daily basis from Garrison, and this is what some of you had to say. Bluefur says lots and lots. Draven Dresden says over all four of my level three garrisons, probably around 5K per day, sometimes more. Fire Mage Kane says 1K, at least over five tunes. Fuzzball says my main can clear 1 to 2K depending on what I can do in the auction house. Tuesdays and Wednesdays it spikes and I can clear over four to 5,000 gold. Hi, it's Zach, says pretty much none, but that's probably my own fault. Spanky Hunter says between 500 and 1,000 a day per character. Scott Battery says around 500. Jay chimes in and says 300 odd easily. Shizu says I can make a couple hundred just for missions. It's pretty sweet. And then we round it up with Elise, and she says a couple hundred, but I'm not really trying. I do the jewel crafting daily and a few missions that give gold if they are available. So the bottom line here is you do miss out on a lot just by missing a single day of WoW. And while a lot of people have said that WoW is like having a second job, it seems that these garrison dailies are going to back that point up. Get ready to play HearthCast AOE. The game where you don't have to be exactly right to win. Here are the rules. Caller, you go first. Players get two points for being closer to the right answer and four points for being exactly right. If both players' answers are the same, the players split the points. In the event of a tie, we go to the time card. The player with the fastest time wins. Hey, Root. As you know, I play a lot of Hearthstone. You do play a lot of Hearthstone. And a few months ago, I started sparring with a new member from the World of Warcraft meetup group here in Orlando. Now, we have had a blast playing some of those crazy, drawn-out games. And we both seem to win and lose about the same amount. Okay. Right. So we are very evenly matched, you know, as far as our decks go. Sure. So we decided to bring this Hearthstone competition to AOE. Really? Really. Well, it just so happens that I have some Hearthstone questions tucked away here for AOE. Whoa. So, yeah, the gods are smiling down upon you. Well, without any further ado, let's bring on Hunt and Tink. How are you doing, Hunt and Tink? Doing great. How are you? Awesome. So, are you ready to challenge me for some Hearthstone AOE? I am ready. Freckleface is going to see herself right on out of the uh, building here. All right, Huntink, all these questions come from Gamepedia.com, so if there is a wrong answer in here, it is completely their fault. And your time starts now. How many cards are contained in a card pack? Five. Question number two. How many Warcraft heroes are there in Hearthstone? There are nine. Question number three. How many classes are there in Hearthstone? Nine. Question number four. How many card types are there in Hearthstone? Four. And question number five. How many different card mechanics are there in Hearthstone? Seven. And time. You are timed in at 41 seconds. And I will summon Freckleface. How'd you do? I did 41 seconds. 
Okay. A little bit of pressure there, huh, Frank? Yeah, a little bit. All right. Mm. Well, as I told Hunting here, all these uh, answers come from Gamepedia.com. So if there are any discrepancies or issues, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you can take it up with them. Okay. Are you ready, Freckleface? I'm ready. Great, because your time starts now. Question number one. How many cards are contained in a card pack? Five. Question number two. How many Warcraft heroes are there in Hearthstone? Nine. Question number three. How many classes are there in Hearthstone? Nine. Question number four. How many card types are there in Hearthstone? Uh, what do you mean? Minion types? That would be one type. Okay, so minion spell. Three? And question number five. How many different card mechanics are there in Hearthstone? (laughs) Card mechanics. Okay. Um... Oh, my goodness. Six. In time. Well, (laughs) he's got you beat on time. I I see that. (laughs) Are you guys ready to hear the answers here? Uh, Kind of. I think so. Again, no fault of my own. All these answers come from Gamepedia. Okay. They they are bearing the brunt of the responsibility of this. Of this one. They can be bearing a lot of brunt. <laughs> okay, the first question I ask you guys is how many cards are contained in a card pack? Hunting, you said five. Freckleface, you said five. The correct answer is five. You both split the points. Two yeah, points apiece. Yeah, yeah. Yay. Followed that one up by asking guys how many heroes there were in Hearthstone. Hunting, you said nine. Freckleface, you said nine. The correct answer is nine. You guys split the points. Those are kind of easy. I was confused. I didn't know if you're counting Jaraxxus or not. I don't know. Yeah. Then I tried to mix it up a little bit. I asked you guys how many classes there were uh-huh. in Hearthstone. Hunting, you said nine. Freck, you said nine. And the correct answer is nine. So, so far, we have a dead, even heat in this game. Well, those were the same question. I know. I just tried to mix it (laughs) up. Evil. And then it came out and I said, how many card types are there in Hearthstone? Hunting, you said four. Freckleface, you said three. The correct answer is five. Now, what exactly are, do you mean by card types? Then uh, weapons, secret spells, menu, and uh, minion rather, and hero powers. You were right on. Uh, you just hero read. powers on a card. Take it up with Gamepedia, not me. <laughs> if hero power is not a card, then I then I won that one. You won it anyhow. You were closer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then the last question I said is, how many different card mechanics are there in Hearthstone? Hunting, you said seven. Freckleface, you said six. The correct answer 
is 34 different card mechanics in the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently, to... <laughs> neither of us knew what you were talking about. <laughs> Points of hunting with 12. He wins Hardcast AOE. <laughs> Congratulations. You won Hardcast AOE. So just so you guys know, that was like battle cry, charge, clumsy, combo, copy effect, deal damage, discard effect, divine shield, all those kind of stuff. Wind fury, transform, you can take Uh, control, silence, shuffle into deck, return effect, restore health, poison, overload, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I had to have something around that had to trip you guys up. Did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we're off to the first game, hunting. Just for playing, we're going to give you a uh, year's supply or year's access, I guess, to Curse Premium. So congratulations oh, on that. That's awesome. And for winning, you're going to get a six-month subscription to Loot Crate. That's equally as exciting. <laughs> you're absolutely going to love that. I guarantee it. We uh, we populate our studio walls with all the stuff from Loot Crate. It is fun. Your friends will be jealous. I can't wait to tell them. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And uh, beat me pretty hard. I'm sorry, but it happens in game and out of game. It does sometimes. <laughs> does sometimes. But you know, you're going to be in the receiving it next time. So. <laughs> Making headlines in gaming news. Hi, guys. I'm Akari from the Book Ticket Podcast. And this is the monthly rundown of Blizzard Entertainment news for the month of January 2015. First up, we have the 6.1 PTR, which is now available for testing. Uh, In this patch, we're going to receive the Blood Elf character models, as well as changes to some of the original models that got upgraded at the Warlords of Draenor pre-patch. We will get Twitter integration, allowing us to tweet about items, achievements, and even screenshots straight from the endgame client. We will finally receive the Heirloom Collections tab, as well as new Heirloom slots for the neck. We will also receive the next part of the Legendary Chain, which will include a Legendary Garrison Follower, as well as Garrison Changes, including the new Raid and World Boss feature within the Garrison, which will allow you to summon a Raid Boss scaling and intended for 10 to 40 people as well as the new music box within the garrison. More news brought out this month was the Orc Wolf Rider mini statue, which was a gift sent to World of Warcraft players who were veterans who have been playing for the last 10 years. To be eligible for this gift, you had to have made your account within 60 days of the launch of World of Warcraft and have had an active subscription from that point. There are some rumours out there that people who had lapsed for a month or two during that time still received the gift but those were not confirmed by Blizzard Entertainment. The model is, of course, a replica of the Orc stat- Wolf Rider statue in front of the Blizzard headquarters in Anaheim, California. The next piece of news is about the Blackrock Foundry raid schedule. The, ra- the second part of the first raid tier for Warlords of Draenor will, be go, a- will go active on February the 3rd of this, of this year, uh, opening with normal and heroic difficulties, as well as unlocking the new world boss in Spires of Iraq. Mythic Difficulty will unlock the next week on February 10th, 
with Raid Finder following the week after on February 17th, finishing up and unlocking all four wings by March 24th. And the final piece of news is more based on Heroes of the Storm than World of Warcraft, but the Heroes closed beta went live this month um, and brought new character Thrall, as well as a new battleground, the Sky Temple, and the anticipated ranked play mode of Hero League. Also with the launch of beta, we received the ability to purchase the Founders Pack, which unlocks beta access, gives you Raynor, Diablo, and Tyrande with skins for each, gives you the Golden uh, Cyber Wolf mount, and 2,500 gold when purchased. Uh, you can purchase these packs on the Blizzard website or through the clients. And that's all the news for the month of January 2015. Thanks, guys. Dark Moon Fair begins February 1st. Woohoo! Don't forget your wee buff if you're leveling or grinding rep. And if you're trying out a new profession, you get five free skill points. Also, Love is in the Air begins Monday, February 2nd. So get ready to see a lot of male gnomes in backless, strapless dresses. Can't wait for that. <laughs> They're all over the place. Are they? Oh, yeah. boy. Hey, you know, if you guys find yourself in the Orlando area, we have this cool little thing called the Orlando Wild Meetup Group. We would love for you to come out and see us there and see everybody else there that uh, attends as well. Happens around the uh, second Friday of every month. If you head over to hearthgas.com, you can click on the meetup link and it'll take you right over to our meetup page with all the details of our next upcoming meetup right there. If you want to play Hearthcast AoE like Hunt Tink did today and have a shot at winning a free six-month subscription to Loot Crate, then let us know. Send us an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. Root and I are here at the studio on Monday nights between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and we only take about 20 minutes of your time anywhere in that block. Big thank you to all of our Twitter followers and Facebook friends, especially those who commented on the amount they're making in the garrisons. It's a lot of fun hearing from you guys, and you do make the show that much better. And hey, you know what? If you guys happen to be shopping online, you know, why not start off by going to hearthcast.com slash Amazon? You're going to pay exactly the same amount you would normally pay, but we get a little bit back that comes our way. So that helps us keep making these awesome podcasts for you guys. And don't forget, you can save $3 off a new Loot Crate membership by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash hearthcast. And as we close the show, we want to thank all of you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface.